listening to Company Inc. Company Inc. is an audio diary of two business owners living, working, and sleeping together. My name is Lisa Butler. I code websites on WordPress for bloggers and creative entrepreneurs. You can find me at lmb.com. And my name is Jesse Graglia. I do video and podcast editing for creative entrepreneurs. You can find me at soundmind.pro. Welcome to episode 10. Yay, double digits. Yay. We made it. Well, we've also made it a year in our relationship. One year anniversary, too. Yeah, so when, by the time this goes live, we, that means we celebrate our one year anniversary on Sunday? Yes, so it will have been passed once this this is live. We're recording it beforehand, but it will go live afterwards. Yeah, so we're going to dedicate this episode to talking about the first year. Year one. Yeah. 365 days. It's a lot. It is. It's a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm getting kind of tired of you, to be honest. Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) I can totally tell. That's okay. I guess I'll keep you around. Yes. (laughs) You better. You hope. I hope. (laughs) So, uh, let's talk about, we came up with some questions. So, let's talk about question you just asked me before before we started is if you could tell yourself if your now self could tell yourself from one year ago anything what would you tell yourself and i answered you want me to answer my own question yeah yeah. okay you start mine was i actually it wasn't your question i asked it yeah but i just repeated it yeah okay so my answer was to not be so anxious about family stuff. And I said, what do you mean? Well, because like that's a big thing and I have social anxiety as it is. So meeting the family of somebody you're dating oh, is like. Oh, my family. You yeah, were worried about fam- my family. I'm not worried about my family. I know my family. They like everybody. Oh. I know mine. I'm not worried about. I'm not embarrassed by them at all can we talk about how someone who was worried about family stuff got me to go to dinner with his parents like less than a month in okay okay (laughs) so well i I gave you the option he did he gave me the option my parents my parents extended the offer and i was like hey you are more than welcome to say no to this, but they offered, so I wanted to put it out there. And you were cool with it. If it were the, if it were reversed, I probably would have said no, not yet. Really? Yeah, because it makes me nervous. I was nervous, but I was like, mm, okay, why not? Whatever. See, it's weird because since I know them and I know how they are, I was like, oh, this is going to be totally fine, you know, because they just go with the flow with anything. Yeah. I mean, they're from New Jersey. They're, they were very social there. They used to host parties and all kinds of stuff. And they did the same thing here, too. So they're very, you know, they're very good at being social. They're very good at meeting new people and things like that. Keeping the conversation going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not. I do okay. I'm not very like, good. As long as I, I can respond to questions. Yeah. Yeah, get me talking. But, like, I, I'm not the facilitator. 
Yeah, me too. In a social situation. Oh God, I'm I'm the one like if you don't address me directly, I probably won't say anything. Yeah, that's how I am. So it's tough for me in social situations to be like, "Hey, look at me! I'm this guy. I'm a really nice guy, <laughs> and you should get to know me because I'm fun and I'm I you know I'm easy to talk to once you get to know me." Mm-hmm. I just can't outright say that. So when it comes to like meeting family or something like that, you know, if if they're not good at including someone new in the conversation, I'm most likely just going to sit there and be like, uh-huh, yeah. nod and smile. <laughs> so and that's always and that just makes it more awkward for me because it's harder for me to break out of that shell and to be more open with people I just met. Uh, it's a vicious cycle. I think my family's pretty good about including you in the conversation. And Yeah, but it was just general anxiety of like, meeting. Oh, my God, what's going to happen? Right. Meeting these people. Like, oh, I'm dating their family member, you know? Yeah. So that was. So if I could go back a year ago to myself, then I'd say, don't be don't worry so much about it. It'll be fine. Yeah, well, a year later, you've been to a family wedding. Yeah, that was stressful. (laughs) I was anxious about that for months before it happened. You were totally fine. Oh, yeah, I know. (laughs) It took a lot of effort to be fine. I'll tell you that. Really? You probably didn't know that. No, I didn't. Because I hide it well. Yeah. It took a lot of conscious effort for me to be normal (laughs) at that thing and not like a... And not hiding under the table. Mm. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what I would say. Just calm down. It'll be fine. You know, yeah. after after the wedding, now that I've met like pretty much the great majority of your immediate family, you know, there's really nothing to worry about yeah. anymore. You know, they know me. I know them. The introductions were made. We sat at a table together. We had conversations. Now we're. You know, now we're familiar. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no mystery anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Nothing to worry about. So now I'm cool. Other than that, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I probably would tell myself not to worry. Oh, I would so tell myself, don't worry about the dog situation. It'll work itself out. Oh my gosh. Man, yeah. I was stressing so hard. I kept trying to say like, it'll, it'll be fine. They'll figure it out. Just let them be. Yeah, and if you guys don't know, like, we're both dog people. We both had dogs, well, one each when we were not living together. And the few times that she brought Dobby over, Rogue was not happy. Boy, she was not happy. She was like, all up Dobby's butt. She was butt. all in Dobby's face, in her butt, and then, like, going after her. Like, what are you doing in my house? Yeah. Like, really getting in her face and asserting herself. And it was bad. We literally pulled them apart a few times. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, this isn't going to work. My dog hates other dogs. And this is this is apparent. This is so apparent, you know, right now that my dog hates other dogs. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, that was (laughs) so then it was like, oh, we we should probably move in together. Oh, okay. Had no problems otherwise, except for is my dog going to kill this other dog? 
So they I would were fine. Tell, yep, they were totally fine and... after. What did your aunt say? I think it was your aunt that said dogs adapt. You know, they'll adapt to whatever situation they're put in. I don't in. remember who told me that. I thought it was your aunt. Was it not? It might. Yeah, it might have been. Hmm. So, but yeah, dogs are dogs are good at adapting. They're very adaptable. Yeah. So, and our dogs did adapt, of course, as yeah. they do. So I would tell myself that the dog thing. Don't even worry about it. Just give it time, and it'll work itself out. There you go. So they had some fights when they first moved in. Even a couple weeks later, they went after it. Actually, it was not too long ago. Oh, yeah, they, they did get it. Well, that that was because of food. Yeah, that's because Dobby's food aggressive. Yeah, and Rogue just got too close. But Rogue leaves. Rogue's Rogue oblivious. usually, yeah, that was a situation. She like, just wandered to the wrong spot. Yeah. She, didn't, she wasn't going after her food. She's not like that. She doesn't care. She has her food and she's done. She walks away. Yeah. Even when Dobby's food is sitting I down. I think maybe she's a little more conscious now of. Just of steering like, clear yeah, of Dobby. If Dobby has food on the ground, it, and mind you, there was no food in that bowl. The bowl was empty. Yeah, she Rogue just, just wandered by, and Dobby was like, rah, rah, rah. "I got bit in the process. It was fun." Yep, she tried to pull one of them off. Probably Dobby, since Dobby's taller. Ooh, I still have like a little bump and, there. Yeah, and somebody, uh, somebody bit her finger. We don't know. See, when they got into it, uh, in the bathroom of all places, because Dobby's a trash dog. So Dobby, yeah, Dobby likes to root in the trash can. So <laughs> she went into the bathroom and she was looking for the trash can, and Dob, uh, not bleh, Rogue, was Rogue like, followed no. her, so and kind of cornered her in the back of the master bathroom. Well, that didn't work out well because Dobby was trying to leave and Rogue wouldn't move. So Dobby attacked her, and I went in there to go pull him off, and I got in there and somebody bit me on the knee. It happened so fast. We it if they strike so quickly we don't know who does it yeah we don't know who bit lisa we don't know who bit me but i got bit on the knee and i had three huge gashes like big on my knee now i don't know which one did it. people about putting their dogs together <laughs> it all worked no, out in the it, end it's, I mean, seriously they fought three times yeah in the grand scheme of things in the grand scheme of things there was only three big fights once she moved in and that was it. And ever since that one in the kitchen, because Rogue stupidly walked in the wrong spot, we haven't had a problem. Yeah, they they even play together sometimes now. They're getting better. Yeah, it's I actually I'm, like I don't know. Friends. I think it's playing. I know Dobby thinks it's playing. I think Rogue is annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like she's playing. Who it's, knows? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But, so yeah, that's what I would tell myself. What about you? Anything? Just, I mean, worrying less in general is always a good idea. Yeah. We had a lot of, we had a lot of fears. Yeah. I guess the whole like moving in thing, I would tell myself it's going to happen, but it's going to be good. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good thing. Yeah. Cause it like nothing I was worried about turned out to be true. Yeah. Me too. It was just. You know, you kind of you kind of have to trust your gut. Mm-hmm. I think you know in your gut what if it's gonna work out or not. Like if you get a really bad feeling in your gut, well then yeah, you've got to listen to that. But if it's just kind of surface stuff that you're you're just kind of unsure about, 
then it's it's probably unfounded. Yeah, I think I think a lot of there was a lot of unfounded or fears that we couldn't really um put any credence to. Is that the right word? I don't think so. I'm making up words. Um it is basically there is no reason to fear that stuff. It was there like you were making up scenarios in your head. You were coming up with these things like, oh, my God, this is going to be bad. Yeah. And it wasn't even close to reality. I think a lot of people do that. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I think it's scary for to big changes your like life. That. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a big change. Make a big change like that. And then mm-hmm. and you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. You know, is this going to is this going to change our relationship for the better or the worse? And oh, that comes into my next question. I was oh. going to ask is over. I thought of a question too. I'll have to over remember. the, keep it in mind over I know. in the, <laughs> I'm like in trying the, to remember it <laughs> in the year that we've been together. What has gotten better and what has, or, and what has gotten worse? Mm. Or you could say what has gotten easier and what has gotten harder. They're kind of two different questions, but in the same vein. Yeah. better i think my social life has gotten better yeah um yeah i don't feel i i'll tell you one thing i eat better for damn sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can attest to that because i don't know what you were eating before dude it was like frozen pizza and hot dogs (laughs) and waffles and like damn near nothing else yeah like, I, think I was eating nothing but frozen shit or fast food like the accountability is definitely better the you know planning things together um and having somebody there who's like you know we've got this in the fridge we should really eat it we've been spending too much money eating out kind of you know and like um even last month we actually uh put all the eating out that we've done into a spreadsheet so we could see how much we eat out. And we we ate out more than we usually do last month. But, like, I mean, that sort of thing, like, you know, it's hard to stick to when it's just you. Absolutely. But when you have somebody else who's reminding you, well, you know, we really should be eating at home and saving money as much as possible and... Yep. You know, it's not really necessary. And because it really, I mean, most of the time, like, it's fun to eat out and we enjoy it. But, like, most of the time, you know, most of the eating out we were doing were ju- it was just from lack of planning. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, we're going to go enjoy a night out together. It, or, you know, we just feel like getting out of the house, it was more just we're starving and we didn't plan ahead. Yeah. So now what are we going to do? We have to yeah. eat. So then it turns into fast food and that happened more often. Well, not really. It was, it happened more often than the previous months. Yeah. That we have been really good at planning. So we ended up eating a lot more fast food, which is a lot more money out of the, out of the community pocket. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's, it's good to, we put the, all that stuff into a spreadsheet and I kind of broke it down into what we were spending on food and nights out and, you know, even the little snacks like going to Starbucks or picking up something quick at Sonic or whatever. Yeah. 
put it, you lay it all out on a spreadsheet and then and you're you, like, and then you uh, add it up and you go, oh, we should probably cut back on some of that. Yeah. That was a lot of money. Whereas when you're- a lot more than we thought. When you're alone, it's like, you don't think about that as much. Right. And you don't have, I mean, like for me, I don't, I don't like math. I don't like doing all the math. And Jesse's like- love spreadsheets and all that and can figure it all out. I wouldn't out. say I love spreadsheets. Well, you're good at math. But I'm good at math. <laughs> so I think, you know, like having somebody else kind of to pick up your slack and... Yeah, like you said before, being accountable to the other person is that, just that dynamic right there helps so much. Worse is I miss sleeping in the middle of the bed. Yeah, I, I miss having... I slept on the left side of the bed anyway when I lived alone. But I actually didn't realize just... I mean, I don't take up that much space when I sleep. But it was more than I take up now. Yeah. And... Yeah, that is definitely worse. I definitely I, spread out I more. I miss that space. I definitely do. And just about every night, I say, we need to get a king bed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I want a California king. I want a California king. We we, we, we joke we're going to invent the Oklahoma king. No, That's the just, Texas king. The Texas king? Or the Alaska king. The Alaskan king. Yeah. We're going to invent the Bigger Alaska king. And it's going to be the biggest mattress you've ever seen. We thought about, we talked last night about just like, putting up like a barrier in our room. We could probably like build kind of a fence from one door, from the door into the room to the door into the bathroom. And then we could just And then make we could just that. make a foam pit. We can make a foam pit and we'll just <laughs> sleep in a foam pit. That sounds great. Or we'll just like stack up mattresses or something. We have the whole room as a bed. I love it. Let's do it. What's the problem? We should do it. Yeah, but it wouldn't look great. Who cares? Nobody's going in the master bedroom anyway. We could just say off limits. And they're going to be like, why? It's a secret. That's that, why. <laughs> that, you know, that, that could be questionable. Oh, man. <laughs> Didn't think about that. Good point. <laughs> like, what are you doing in your bedroom? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, just sleeping in a foam pit. We just have a foam pit. That's all. <laughs> And they'll be like, what? We have to see this. <laughs> like, that's the greatest idea ever. This is the best. Yeah. I don't know. So, like, relationship-wise, I don't know that I feel like much has changed from not living together versus living together, except that we just talk yeah, more I can't and do, see I can't more do of stuff each that other. I would, and... That I would get heavily judged upon. Anymore. Oh, what do you want I to could. do that you get judged for? Like some of my bad eating habits. Oh. You know, like sometimes I would just eat graham crackers with peanut butter. It's really That's good. That's not bad. I wouldn't judge you for that. You wouldn't? My grandma does that. Yeah, but she's grandma. She's allowed to do it. That's like a snack. Yeah. Well, I would eat it for a meal. I'd have well, it for okay, like I'd judge that, but, <laughs> you know... Be like, maybe you want to eat a little something more substantial. Yeah, true. I can't, uh, I can't watch my my crazy anime anymore without getting super judged. 
well, I judge you, but I can I can judge you from another room. True. You could, but then you'd walk by and you'd be like, what the hell is this? I'd be like, get out of here. You're ju- this is a judgment-free zone. What's get wrong out. with that? I see no problem. No. <laughs> I don't like it. You could just shut your office door and watch it in your in your office. Oh, and let my office become 110 degrees. Oh, I'll well, cook myself yeah. in there. My office is super duper warm. Well, okay, in the wintertime. <laughs> Oh, that'll be much easier, yeah. <laughs> you can watch your anime in the wintertime. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We really don't get in each other's way that much. No. So we're not, And we're, we don't really fight. I think we're both non-confrontational, but there's never anything. There's never that, anything to really fight about. Like... You know, we we talk about anything that's bothering us before it is seriously bothering us. Yeah, the only things like that I ever really brought up was like, hey, you left your fan on in your office all night. You yeah, might, you might not want to do that. <laughs> and he still has to turn it off behind me sometimes. Yes, I do. Like Oops. if she goes to bed before me. I actually walk around the house and make sure that everything got done. That was supposed to get done. Like <laughs> doors are locked. Fans are off. Lights hey, are off. I lock the doors. You do. I just am bad. I've about never, the fans. I've never had to do it. And I'm like bad in, about fans in for quite a while. I haven't had to turn a fan off. So you've I'm been good. Better. You've been very better. good. He's kind uh, of a stickler about electricity. The hey electric man. bill. And Yo, that bill can get high real quick. And I'm like, whatever. I just want AC. <laughs> I know. She wants it to be an igloo. And I'm like, but the bills. And I'm like. Do you understand how running the AC all day would cause us to have like a $500 electric bill for the month? For one month? Yeah, I'm so used to my apartment bills. And, you know, I lived in a studio where I could just jack up the ac mm-hmm. and it wouldn't matter because there were no walls blocking it so it was easy to keep it cold right so and here and like uh, we even planned that the electric bill we knew the electric bill was going to go up anyway since well there's going to be someone in the house all day now yeah and even if Two i people running computers yeah and all even that, if i and... still had my normal job that i commuted to you would still be here yeah. running your computers in your office and, and the AC would need to go or else you burn up. So. Yeah. So we uh, we got on the average plan. Instead of paying exactly what I spent on electric for the month, we did the average thing where they take your past 12 months and they average it. Yeah. And that's what you pay for the month. Highly so, recommended if you live in the South. <laughs> yeah. I did that Highly in recommended. Louisiana. You won't You won't get those surprise $400 electric bills if you happen to run your AC too much. And that happened when I first moved into this house. That absolutely happened. I had a $400 electric bill. Oh, my god! Because the AC was just going and going and going. I was like, oh, I guess I can't turn it down that much. Oops. Because I'm from New Jersey. I like it cold. You know, apparently my AC was running almost 24-7 in the summer. Oops. Yep, because I wanted it colder than what it was or than what it could actually get. So I remembered my question. Okay, go for it. Is well, it's kind of related to what we've already talked about, but what do you miss most about single life? Mm. 
That's a good question. What do I miss most about single life? Huh. Um. I can answer. Mine go goes it. back to the bed. I yeah, miss. we kind of already talked about it. The whole yeah, the bed situation. But I miss sure. that. I kind of miss. I have my like little. I like my morning routine here, in some ways better. Because there's someone else that hates mornings as much as I do, and yeah, so we can kind God. of be miserable together. And thank God that we can be know, miserable together. Play around on our phones, and yeah, so and that's nice. I really like that. Yeah, but I miss the whole like. You know, I would stretch out in my bed and my dog would be there and we'd snuggle in the mornings. And now she's all like, I mean, I couldn't even get her to snuggle in the mornings because she is in a routine of she gets her food. She gets mm-hmm. to go outside. Yep. So it's a different routine here. Um, You know, in, in my apartment, it was like she would never get out of bed until I did. She didn't even care if I was moving because she knew like I had to leash her up to go outside. And so we could just be lazy. But now the two of them just are like, okay, it's time to go out. We're ready to go out. Go open the dog door for us. And it's like, well, I want to stay in bed and cuddle. And (laughs) I just don't want to do it. And yeah, I think, I think. One of the things I miss is, um, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, so don't don't get the <laughs> let's not get anything Uh-oh. let's not get anything twisted up here. No uh, misunderstanding. <laughs> Are we gonna have an on air fight on our podcast? <laughs> oh man, we get tons of traffic. It'd be like, oh, the drama. You should listen to these two. They're it's all oh, the drama is amazing. <laughs> We're like the least dramatic couple ever. And you know what? I like it that way. (laughs) Yeah. I like it that way. I think I'll keep that. One of the things I miss is kind of, I'm trying to think of the best way to word it because it's kind of weird. Um, It's like I kind of miss being on my own schedule. And what I mean by that is we you know in the evening time we usually do stuff we usually spend time together mm-hmm. because since we're in the same household we're usually eating the same thing yeah so at the very least we're going to eat together and that these days that usually includes some form of cooking so either i have to prepare it or you have to prepare it and we have to wait for it to be prepared mm, yeah and then we eat, and then we usually watch something while we eat, so I have to wait for that to be done. And then I can go on to do whatever that I was going to do. Before, it was, I ate whenever I feel like, and depending on how much effort I wanted to put into what I was yeah. going to eat, I could make something or put something in the oven or just slap something together real quick and then go back to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, or like eat dinner as soon as I got home because I knew that a new video game just came out (laughs) and I'm going to be on it all night till I go to bed. So I'm going to eat early and then do that. 
So now, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think it's a, I have a better balance with that stuff. Mm-hmm. I find myself playing less, which I don't really like because <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things to do is be on PlayStation. Um, any type of interactive entertainment mm-hmm. really is like, I love that kind of shit. It's my jam. <laughs> so I find myself playing less. So I guess I could say that I miss when I was single, I miss how much time I would actually put into that stuff because some people might say, oh, the video games are a waste of time. You could be doing something so much more constructive. To those people, I say, if I'm spending my free time in a way that I'm thoroughly enjoying myself, that's not wasted time. Yeah. That's me enjoying my time on this earth because there's so many things out there that you can... Well, everybody has a hobby. Yeah, everybody has a hobby that they really, really enjoy. At least I hope you do. Because there's so many things in this world that are just depressing. Mm-hmm. So many Gosh, things. Gosh, that's the truth. You know, so if you could find those few things, or maybe that one thing that you really, really, really enjoy, and you put in the effort and put in the money or whatever it takes to enjoy it, I say go for it. Mm-hmm. Then you're getting you're getting that slice of life that, I think a lot of people out there don't get, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, if I could sit in my chair for four hours and play a video game and have the time of my life for four hours straight, I don't think there's a lot of people out there that can do that. Yeah. So I'm going to, so you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to take advantage of it. It brings me joy. Well, you get more video gaming time now that you got me stuck on Minecraft. That's true. <laughs> that is that is true. That was my plan, and it worked. <laughs> He's oh. like, I'm just gonna play a little Minecraft, and she'll come in and watch. And that's totally what I thought. Yeah, that's it was, exactly. It was an evil plan. That was my scheme. I was like, Ooh, what are you? What are you playing? And I was like, He's Oh, like, this, it's just Minecraft. And I showed her, and I was like, I'm doing like, this, I'm and I'm doing stuff, this, and I'm, I'm farming, farming, and I'm blah, blah. I, yep. And then I I wrangled in some sheep into my fenced in area. And I was like, you know, you can make the different colors. And she was like, oh, yeah? Like what? And I was like, well, I can do red. And I did red. And she was like, oh, do this, do this, do this. Now I have rainbow sheep. (laughs) I have sheep in my own game and they're not rainbow sheep. I just dye the wool. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, that's kind of got off on a tangent there. But that's like one of the things I miss is that like the majority of my time was spent on video games. (laughs) And the only reason I say that is because, man, do I really enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I mean, and also the idea, like, you are accountable to someone else. So it's like, you feel like you can't eat like, dinner yet because. Exactly. Because you're that's going to. someone else. Yeah, that's. <laughs> well, it's, it would be. And you couldn't just like, you're like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm just going to go out and pick up something. Yeah, because that's not fair to the other person. Yeah. You have to. It's. I think that's something that's more difficult. I came up with something that's more difficult. That you have to think of somebody else. You have to think of somebody else. You cannot think of only just yourself anymore. You have yeah. you have to take that other person in mind. Um, yeah. And I think that's hard, especially for me who has lived on my own for so long. Like in this house alone yeah. by myself for like five years. And I only had to think about me. Well, and Rogue. Mm-hmm. But she's easy. Yeah. You know. 
she's on a schedule. She eats when I say she eats. And <laughs> I let her go outside through the dog door and leave it open. And she can do whatever she wants. <laughs> With another person, it's like, oh, we need coordination. Oh, if you're if you're out and about and you're going to drop by Starbucks, well, it's only courteous to call the other person and be like, do you want anything? You know, it's hard to it's hard to get in that groove. Like it's to think of that other person. And over time, I think it gets easier. It's, yeah, it gets easier because it you, becomes you, it like just second becomes, nature. Exactly. It becomes second nature because, well, that person's always there. Yeah. It's a constant reminder. Well, when you're living with the other person, they're always there. Yeah. Yeah. If I you're think... just dating, you know, and if you were to go on a trip like you went to Universal Studios, mm-hmm. you know, you went to Orlando. And you could have easily not thought of me the whole time, but you did. And you got me a Captain America shirt. Even though it was my birthday. Even though it was your birthday. That's right. I got a shirt. Hey, I got you I got you all that cool Harry Potter stuff. Yes, he did. A lot for of Christmas. Stuff. It was awesome. It was. I got my letter from Hogwarts finally. That's right. Yes, <laughs> you did. go with my Harry Potter wand. That's right. That I got at Universal. You are an officially a witch. I am. I've always been one. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure you have. I just had to wait an extra, what, they get them at 11? I had yeah. to wait 19 years to get my letter. <laughs> Better late than never. There you go. Better late than never. So, yeah. I think that's good for now. Yeah. But we will make this, we will do a part two. So next episode. Talking about online dating. We're going to talk about, yes, online dating. It'll be a continuation of this. We will talk about our experiences with OkCupid. We'll have some stories to tell. Some advice. We'll have some advice for people that are using online dating. I have a bunch. I was on there for years on OkCupid and various other sites too. So I'll probably end up doing most of the talking, but it'll be interesting. I promise. (laughs) I got some stories, man. So one year. One year. Can you believe it? I can. We've come this far. And it really hasn't been that bad. It hasn't been that bad. Well, I'm glad to hear that. In fact, it's been pretty okay. Pretty okay. It's like his favorite thing to say. It's pretty okay. It's pretty okay. Pretty okay. <laughs> in his in his mind that that's like awesome. That's right. <laughs> pretty okay. <laughs> so we're going to do some spilling the ink? Spilling the on ink. On this You forgot the hashtag. The hashtag spilling the ink. <laughs> so this is a special hashtag spilling the ink because, because I went through our old OKCupid conversations and pulled some of the questions we asked each other. Oh, And I would like to state for the record, for the record, that Jesse admitted in our OKCupid conversations that he's wrong in the way that he pronounces Florida oranges. Boo. Yeah. So I've written proof. That he said, I know I, you know, I add A's when I'm not supposed to. Whatever. Yeah. I just, you know, I just want to clear that up. We're going to do the accent know. test on one of these episodes. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Oh, it'll be real fun. 
<laughs> okay, so serious question. And I actually serious said, question. This was a serious question. What Hogwarts house are you in? I am from Ravenclaw, the best house. No, Hufflepuff's the best house. Incorrect. We I took the test. Actually, I don't think at the time I knew when I answered that question. Did I know? Did I answer? You answered. You said Ravenclaw. I did. I yeah. must have taken the test then. And then I had forgotten because I had just taken it again recently to figure it out. Mm. Yeah, I'm still Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw, all the way. Because I'm so smart. <laughs> Full of yourself. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm super smart. I'm Hufflepuff because I'm loyal. Boo. Boring. No. I'm loyal boring. and protective. You should read the information on Hufflepuff. Very loyal Why? people. Why am I going to read information on this inferior house? Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm beginning to think, you know, at the time I said, at least you're not Slytherin. No, I am not Slytherin. I'm beginning to think that maybe I should, you know, wipe Ravenclaw. I'm a, I'm a hoity-toity too. Ravenclaw. Yeah. Emphasis on the hoity-toity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, number two. What's your favorite place you've ever been? Ever been? Ever been. My favorite place? See, and here's the fun part. I know what we answered because I just read our... Does Outback Steakhouse count? No. <laughs> it doesn't. No. Oh, man. My favorite place? Favorite place that you've ever visited. Um, I don't remember what I said, so now I'm just going to have to think of it. Like, think of my actual Well, I'll answer. tell you, but you got to answer it first. Um, my favorite favorite place was it disney world no okay you want me to tell you what my favorite place i'm thinking man we're going there soon new jersey it's the jersey shore the jersey shore oh and yeah not like the tv show he specifically said that yep that makes sense. <laughs> the Jersey Shore. I did. That was the first thing I did say when I moved back out here. I was I missed the shore. Yeah, the ocean. The boardwalk. The pizza. Yeah. I said Greece. And I still I still stand by that one. That was a good trip. Though Hogwarts is up there. You did go to Hogwarts. In the time since I've answered that question, I have been to Hogwarts. I'm surprised that that's not it. Oh, it's really tough. Mm. Those two are right. They're probably neck and neck. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, you're very much into the whole Harry Potter mythology. It was so cool. It was like you're totally immersed. It wasn't like being in a theme park. It was like you were there. Yeah, it was like you, you were, were there. You were there. Yeah. And it was my birthday, so I had a birthday pin, and everybody was like, bow down to the birthday girl. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. If you need a place to go for your birthday, you should go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, because Universal Universal Studios will give you a birthday button, and if you wear it, you, you get free shit. Yeah, you get everything. And you get perks. 
I got free butterbeer and I got, uh, I was the one at Ollivander's who they gave me the, uh, they did the whole wand selection. That's fantastic. Yeah. I want to do that. So I got to wave the wands and try them all out. Wait, so you mean to say that all the people that were with you didn't get the whole ceremony? Nope. Really? Nope. They only did it for one person. One person. Oh, and that was man. me because I that's, had the birthday button. That's pretty awesome. You killed that plant, though. I did. With the wrong wand. They gave me the wrong wand. Yeah, well, you're a bad witch. No, you no. You killed that plant. I got, I got the right wand in the end. The, wa- mm. the right wand chose me. Good. And then I went all around the park making things work with my wand because you can like cast spells on stuff with your wand. So cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So cool. Pretty neat. But Greece, I love I love the ocean and the going to the islands. Hedra and Zakynthos in particular. The water is just so clear, it's like swimming in a pool. Mm. Except that it's a nature pool. A nature pool. And it's just gorgeous and yeah, it's amazing. That's pretty cool. So beautiful. And it's just really cool. You're like, Athens is really neat because you're, it, you're literally, you're walking on an ancient city. Whoa. Like, they just built the modern Athens on top of the old Athens. So, everywhere you go, there's like holes in the ground where you'll see parts of, of ancient Greece just there. That's insane. Yeah. You're like walking on the sidewalk and they've they've built roads around pieces of old road from ancient Athens. That sounds like Futurama. New New York is built over New York. No, that's Doctor Who. That's not Futurama. No, that's Futurama. Futurama? Mm-hmm. What? They built New New York City above New York's the old New York City. Well, they did that on Doctor Who, too. Yeah. They did? Yeah. Remember that episode where all the people are trapped? Oh, right. Yeah. With the city above them? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. it's really neat. And then, like, everywhere you go, there's just, like, statues and ruins and it's just crazy. Pretty cool. Crazy. Number three. Yes. This was a question from Jesse, and it was a good one. If aliens landed and chose you to deliver their message to Earth, what do you think they would tell you? I think it would be a warning. This might be my actual answer. I think the aliens would warn us. I don't know if you answered it. I don't think you answered it. Oh, no. I just asked you to see yeah. what you would say. Well, this is my answer. I think they would warn us. Of either their pending invasion and not warn us to say that they're coming to kill us, but warn us to say, hey, don't, when we arrive, don't kill us. Like they would say that. Like we're going to show up, Hmm. but you, human, need to tell the rest of your human brethren that when we show up, don't kill us. We're coming for a reason, but they wouldn't tell you the reason. So you'd have to then go to the human race and say, look, aliens are coming. 
you'd have to convince the human race to say the aliens are coming and when they show up, don't be hostile. Good luck with that, right? What if the aliens are like tricking you? They very well could. What if they want you? What if they show up and we're all peaceful with them and then they take over? Yeah. Oh, that they, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I would just relay the message. I'd, I'd just don't kill the messenger. This is just what they told me. Um, what if the or, alien was Doctor Who? I wouldn't know it was the Doctor. He's not going to look like David Tennant. He's going to look like some other dude. He might look like David Tennant. That'd be really awesome. That'd be really weird. Because then I just think it's David Tennant. Oh, I loved you in Doctor Who. He'd and Jessica like, Jones. He'd be like, who's Jessica Jones? <laughs> and then I'd know he <laughs> was an alien. Know? I'd be like, do you have two hearts? <laughs> I want to hear him. The other thing I think they'd then, the other warning that they would give us is that I think they would come down and they would say, you're killing your planet. We can tell. We have the scanners. Mm. We've been monitoring Earth for a long time. Humans are killing the Earth. It will not last much longer. You need to stop doing what you're doing. You need to stop with the, your, your ozone is deteriorating. You need to stop with the fossil fuels. You need to find a different way. Interesting. Yep. I don't remember what I said. I don't think I got that. I don't. I think I skimmed over that part in the. <laughs> in well, the what message? What would it be? What, what would it message? Be? What message? Do you think the aliens would give you to deliver? See, I maybe I've seen too many movies. I don't. I I think they would skip the message and just go straight to the invasion. See, now you're thinking they're hostile already. I know. Okay, if they're not hostile, then maybe it would just be a greeting. Be like, like hello. hi, we exist. Hi, we would love to meet you. We'll see. I now, think that would be nice. I think I think that would be a turning point for humans, for us as a civilization. Because... Let's say they chose somebody, like they got contacted through whatever means. That person goes to like NASA and pleads them like, you have to believe me. I'm going to have a meeting with aliens. They are going to Let's communicate Let's be real. They're going to put you in a loony bin. Yeah, they probably will. Unless NASA knows that aliens already exist. Ooh, maybe they do, and they're just not telling us. Exactly. So if I, I would go ask there, the aliens for something that I could take for proof. Ooh, yeah, that's a good idea. Be like, you know, they're just gonna. They're me not in gonna the believe bin. me. They're not gonna believe me. But anyway, maybe just the meeting. If you could prove that they, you talked with them, and that they existed, and they told you we exist. We have technology that blows yours out of the water. I think that would be an interesting turning point because then we would know, number one, we're not alone in the universe. Number two, they found a way to contact us. So that means like our technology, we're not reaching the limits of our capability. Mm-hmm. That they're, the limits are much higher because this foreign race of aliens 
was able to find us and contact us. See, I think that would be, I think that would stir a lot of people into action in trying to like, you know, make stuff better because we know it's possible. In conclusion. Yeah. Couples who talk about aliens stay together. (laughs) Is that the lesson? Yeah. Is that the is that the lesson we're giving people? <laughs> talk about on aliens. our one year anniversary episode. Yeah, talk about aliens. If That's you could the talk about to a lasting relationship. Yeah, talk about aliens and Game of Thrones. Yeah, and Harry Potter and Harry Potter, all important stuff. Yeah, talk about the important stuff. Yeah, don't worry about politics. Don't worry about the Olympics. Don't worry about that important stuff. The Olympics. The Olympics. That's important. It's the whole world. Well, yeah. Getting together. It's the world stage. Oh, I think it's cool. I I think the Olympics are great. I'm just saying. I thought you were going to say like religion. That's important. And yeah, stuff like that. (laughs) I wouldn't put Olympics and politics together. But I mean, we're talking about like major world stuff. You know? Aliens. Aliens are where it's at. Yeah, that's not major world stuff. <laughs> Unless they actually show up. Yeah, what do you know? More it, than you know. They could, it could be major world stuff. It could be major world stuff, yeah. <laughs> but they have to, you know, show up first. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so next time on Company Inc., we will be talking about online dating. And sharing some stories and some advice. Uh-oh. Because that's where we met. And yeah, we're going to go talk about that for about a half hour. Next time. Next time. So thank you guys so much for listening to our one year anniversary episode. It's only it's only episode 10 for us. But it, for our relationship, it's our one year anniversary Yay. when this comes out. So if you like what you heard and would like to hear more. You can find us on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Um, our podcast is on both. And visit us at companyincpodcast.com. Yeah, we greatly appreciate it. We'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.